this is part two of a two-part episode of My Parents' Basement. If you would like to know what we talked about on the first part, go check it out. With that said, we're just going to continue on talking about the other weird shit that happened this week. Because holy shit, there was so much. And maybe do some what we watch and what we play in. Mm-hmm. You did not know about the fucking Twitter paywall, did you? No, I didn't. This is insane because oh. I, I'm usually the Twitter guy, which is horrible because no one should ever be known as the person who knows Twitter drama. But that's usually me. But this time it's not. This time it is me. So Elon today, again, infinite fucking wisdom, decided I'm going to make people pay to use Twitter. Like if you do not pay to use Twitter, you can see posts, but you can't like react to them. You can't tweet yourself. You can't really do anything besides just read them. Did did he actually say that that's like coming, that that's going to happen? Yep. It's rolling out in, I think, the Netherlands and New Zealand first. It's really dumb, but it gets even dumber. So it's $1 a year to use Twitter. What? And the reason is because it apparently was going to, quote, cut down on bots, unquote. In your opinion, Uh how hard would it be for somebody to, say, set up a bot and just pay the dollar? Probably pretty easy, especially if there were, like, less restrictions or if it's, like, easier to post when they're like, oh, you paid your dollar, you got past the ticket line, go run free. If someone pays a dollar on a bot account, then they can just fucking spam. (laughs) Who gives a shit? I don't understand this decision. At this point, Twitter is more nail than coffin, but this is yet another nail. Yeah. I don't understand how he would think this is even remotely a good idea. It's just so stupid. And we mentioned before, like, the worst thing you can do out of all the dumb things that Twitter has done to, like, ruin the experience for their user base, the worst thing you can do is suddenly charge them for something that was free. People used to just be like, oh, just go on Twitter, have fun, hang out with my Twitter friends. And suddenly you have to fucking pay for it. Even if it's only a dollar a year, people are going to fucking hate that and go somewhere else. Also, like we said, how hard would it be for the people that make the bots to circumvent it? Yeah, really fucking easy. Unless, like, you make it too much money for it to not be worth it. But then it'll be not worth it for anyone who actually wants to use the fucking thing. And again, if the options are between use Twitter and pay money or use essentially an equivalent to Twitter, you know, you won't name names, but use threads, you can use Blue Sky, you can use fucking whatever. The equivalent is pay money and not paying money for the same thing. Why wouldn't you just not pay money? <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. In every sense of the word. And I look forward to watching Twitter's users in New Zealand just like plummet. (laughs) Because there's no way that this is not going to result in just everyone leaving Twitter in New Zealand. Oh, yeah. It'll be like the equivalent of like, I don't know if you're if you're aware of this, but there's this like Santa tracker thing where like you can see Santa go around the world at Christmas. (laughs) It'd be like the equivalent of that, except with fucking Twitter's like user base dropping to zero percent. As it it starts getting activated around the world. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I even like how he's like, we're just going to try it in these two countries first. Like, maybe they'll be more open to it. What the fuck are you Mm -hmm. thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that's all I really had to say about that. That's the only thing you can say. It's fucking stupid. Why would you do that? It's... it's, it's Somehow it's the reaction for every single dumb and dumber idea that Twitter does. Exactly. Well, that's the bad news. But the remainder is news that makes us very happy, starting with the fucking live action Avatar adaptation. Oh, hell yeah. Dude. Which we, we've been hearing about forever. It, we've been thinking that's going to come out forever, and it hasn't. It hasn't. And for a while, every new piece of information we got would made us go, ah, I don't know. It, uh, it doesn't look that great. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But this week, holy shit, dude. <laughs> 
Do you want to tell the tell the lovely people? The main thing that I was going to talk about is that there were a bunch of pictures that came out or that they weren't like leaked or anything. They were released officially by Netflix of the actors for all the Fire Nation characters dressed up like as as the characters are playing and they look fucking sick. Was there anything else besides that? I do not believe so, because all I saw was the pictures, too, and I got very happy. But yeah, they look so sick. They showed like Zuko, who I, I think they had technically shown Zuko alongside like the rest of the cast, like the main cast before. But they showed, I think, like another thing of Zuko, Iroh, Ozai, um, Azula. And was there anyone else? I think that might have been it. Was Zhao in it? Oh, yeah, they, they did sh- show Zhao as well. All the pictures just made me feel warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Because everyone looks so so good they look so great all their outfits look amazing the characters look awesome especially iroh i think they nailed him iroh looks great i don't know how they got like all of like his hair and facial hair and everything with like the like the top knot like everything looks fucking fantastic i mean yeah his beard is a little different than it was in the actual show but i kind of like it more bushy yeah, it, it looks a little different than it does in the actual show. At the same time, it totally looks like that could be Iroh's look. Like, it doesn't look completely foreign. No, not even a little bit. And is this the first we ever saw of Azula? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. I think she looks amazing, too. Yeah. I like that she's clearly younger than Zuko. Mm-hmm. Because in the show, in, like, the actual show, I always got the sense that she was older than him, even though she's his younger sister. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it's just because, like, she she acts so mature. And then also, like, it's animated so they both look kind of like similar i feel like it'd be hard to show her as like clearly younger when she's they're like a year or two apart that's a lot more obvious in uh, live action it really is and fire lord ozai chef's kiss just oh my god wow. perfection holy shit you could not have cast him better you yeah. really who's, who's the actor playing him i can't remember his name and i don't want to daniel day kim yes yeah, fucking perfect casting. Holy shit, he looks so excellent. I cannot wait to see him just fucking tear it up. Yeah. That makes us happy because it's something good that we saw. Mm-hmm. But bad things can make us happy too, like the new King Kong game. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about what we are watching and what we're playing. But this is what I want to be playing. <laughs> oh, me too. So badly. I don't know if this, is, if this game is out yet or it's coming out. But I am so fucking excited for the King Kong game, dude. So I don't know who has seen this, but it has quickly made its mark as the worst game of the year. Yeah, far surpassing anything else that people could have even imagined. People were like, oh, fucking Golems is a big piece of shit game. Or Gollum is a big piece of shit game. It's terrible. It's very obviously going to be the worst game of the year. No, 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 my friend. No, it is horrible no you are not prepared you're not prepared for it 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 gets worse it can get worse it came out yesterday Uh uh-huh i think it is on steam but what is it even actually called skull island rise of kong like it has all the hallmarks of a terrible game like bad Uh graphics bad controls bad frame rate blah 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 but it goes further than that to the point where you can tell it just wasn't even remotely close to being finished yeah, I would also like to uh, to add, looking at the game on Steam right now, is a $40 game. It's $40? Oh my god, you can buy the Skull Island Rise of Kong Colossal Edition, the, the Mega Super Bundle, which is $55. Holy shit. 
Oh my God. I think the thing that sums it up and the thing that's getting the most shit online, rightfully so, by the way, mm-hmm. is that scene where like, I don't know if, if the picture is supposed to be there, but like Kong like encounters this raptor and instead of seeing the raptor, it's just this poorly cut out JPEG. <laughs> Like you, I sent you that, right? Yeah, that they they were like maybe gonna swap out later, and they just forgot to. It's mind, but you know, every year, like as games get better and technology gets better, mm-hmm. part of me is always like that means less bad games are going to come out, and for the most part, that's true. I think in the recent years, we've seen a decrease in them, but this shit makes me happy. I like it when there's yeah. horrible games. It, it, it's it's just refreshing. Like sometimes there's there's just a game that comes out. Like what was that game that was like was like Hunt Down the Freeman or something? I don't know what that game. I've never heard of that game actually. I, I, I think I think it's like a Half Life game or like um fucking Metal Gear. Is I think it's kind of like Metal Gear Survive in how like people think of it. Oh my god, that was a bad. Where game. it's like holy shit, like. I forget, like, you forget how bad games can be. And it's just refreshing to see something that's, like, so universally just, wow, this is terrible. There are no defenders. <laughs> it's really obviously very bad. And it's just it's just funny. Like, it's just really funny. Like, um, do you know Ride to Hell? Oh, yes, Ride to Hell. Ride to Hell, Ratchet. That, that is an all-time, like, one of the worst games ever made. That's the one where you're, you're on a bike with bad collision, and then there's the weird fully clothed sex scenes. Yes, yes. There's all, all that and more. There's more? Oh, God. I, I got to play that game. <laughs> oh, it's a fucking game. Yeah. Uh, it's just like one of those comes out once in a while that it's so glorious. Like, I feel like it, I really feel like it's something that you don't see anymore. It's, it's just fucking beautiful. Yeah, with the advent of more quality control, like mm. those games are a dying breed and we need to save them. Yeah, people complain about like mediocre games, games that aren't really good anymore. But yeah, sometimes it's a game that's just real, real bad comes out. And it's just so funny. It's so entertaining. It hits all the right marks. Yeah. <laughs> Besides Gollum, what was like the last game like? It Was it Sonic Boom? Um, Sonic Boom was a real bad one. Um, I don't, nothing that I can think of. I feel like most of the games that people have disliked have been like really, really contentious ones where it's like, I don't know, like a lot of people dislike Last of Us 2 or whatever, but then a lot of people really like that game. Like, like that's very, very different. It's, it's not like a terribly made game. Yeah. We're talking a bad game universally hated. Yeah. That is like, it's so obvious. It's a piece of shit. It makes me so happy oh to see. God, is it bad it. I want to play it? No, I want to play it too. I won't buy it because it's 40 fucking dollars, but oh my God, do I want to play it? If it goes, I'll buy it for your birthday. Okay. <laughs> if it goes on sale. It, I may as well just give you a gift wrapped piece of shit. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. All right. On to the last piece of news that we have for this week. So the Five Nights at Freddy's movie comes out next week. As we record this. How excited are you for it? I'm genuinely excited for this. I think it's actually going to be a good horror movie. It, it, it looks fine. I think I actually want to see it. My girlfriend, who knows nothing about Five Nights at Freddy's, like saw the trailer. She was like, oh shit, I want to see that. Well, if you want, I can give you both a crash course. Yeah. If you want, I can give you the Mad Pat list of lore. Yeah. All right. All right. L- listen up. You're not allowed to see this movie until you've binged five hours of Five Nights at Freddy's and fucking sister location to lore videos. I think the best part about all this, though, is do you have an insomnia cookies up near you? Uh, we do. We have insomnia cookies. We have crumble cookies. I'm not a fan of crumble. You know what? I tried it for the first time recently. It's like a fucking cake. All right. It it's- is. It's too fluffy. <laughs> One of those cookies 
it would like kill a person i think if you ate an entire one yeah like you have to spread it up in the i don't like that fucking shit i just want to pick up a cookie and fucking eat it Mm -hmm. but insomnia in probably one of the greatest integrations i've ever seen with a movie has a freddy fazbear's cookie pizza Oh my god. Oh my god, that's insane. That's like a real meme. Me and my girlfriend are dying to try this, dude. Dude, you you gotta eat the Freddy Fazbear cookie. Come on. You really do. Hold on, I'm gonna send you a picture of this. And you're gonna be like, I fucking want that. Here you go. Feast your eyes on that. And you tell me you do not want to get one. Okay, first of all, that looks fucking delicious. It does. It looks like it'll put you in a diabetic coma, but for all the right reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it'll be a worth it diet. It'll be one of those worth it diabetic comas. You know, you know, you know the ones. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that looks so fucking good. I feel like cookie pizzas go fucking underrated. Cookie pizzas are so good. That looks incredible. So at work one time, like everyone gets cake for their birthday or like whatever, like they prefer instead of cake. Mm-hmm. One person wanted like a cookie cake. And dude, in that moment, I forgot how much I loved cookie cake because <laughs> I took that first bite and I think I ate half of that cookie cake by myself. <laughs> Just couldn't help yourself. So like if you put this in front of me, oh, fuck, dude. Oh, it's over. It's over. <laughs> it's 100% over. I would devour this thing. And what's even great is like you can pick like the crust and the cookie topping. So it's like if you want the peanut butter cookie crust, you can get the peanut butter cookie crust. Like how amazing is that? Oh, fuck. Damn, that, that is an incredible crossover. I, at this point, though, I thought it would be like Freddy Fazbear's face or something. That would have been just epic. I mean, that would have been epic, but this is definitely good enough. I cannot wait to go see this movie with my Freddy Fazbear's cookie pizza firmly in my lap. Did I tell you like that I used to do that a lot at movies? What do you mean? Like there was a period of time for like two years or something. I would never buy anything from the movie theater. I would always like go to like Wendy's or Chick-fil-A or something like that. Get food, put it in my backpack, and bring it into the theater. Oh my god, yeah, that I mean that that's always the move. That is always the move. Like un- unless you want, like really want to, like eat popcorn at the movie theater. I'm getting popcorn, I'm just gonna eat it. Or, like I'm just gonna get it at the theater. But, like anything else, you buy it beforehand, like candy or just get like you said, like fast food or something. That's always the move. Like me and my friend Katie had this pink backpack that like we straight up like went to go get pizza before a movie. We couldn't finish it, but we also realized that like we couldn't really can't fit a fucking pizza box in a backpack. Oh no, we did. <laughs> what? How? Yeah, no, we did. We realized we couldn't like do anything with the pizza boxes. So we bought with the five below, bought a backpack and then brought oh it into God. the movie. That's so funny. <laughs> you, you you bought a backpack specifically for smuggling food into the movie theater. We call it the pink backpack of deliciousness. We did that for so fucking long. I find it funny because, like, I'm sure movie theaters must know that I wrote that, like, so many people just, like, bring shit into the theater, right? They clearly don't, like, enforce it that well. No, they really don't. I don't get why they don't just let people do that. Because just the threat of you getting caught and having to throw it away is enough for some people to not do it. Yeah, I guess that's true. It causes, like, enough people to want to just buy food there. Exactly. With that, we're going to stop talking about food before I get hungry. <laughs> yes. I'm still looking at this fucking cookie pizza, dude. I'm so hungry. Oh, no. Me too. I'm looking at it too. I'm getting a fucking sandwich after this. There is a deli like two blocks from my house that I recently found out about. Oh, my God. They have such a good sandwich. Oh, fuck. 
It's like called a hot panini combo. And it's just like a bunch of meat and like a pepper salad atop it. Oh, dude, God bless me. You you had me at bunch of meat. <laughs> oh my goodness. Meat makes everything better. Okay, here's a question. Jersey Mike's, Subway, or Jimmy John's? You know what? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Like, I, I like Jersey Mike's, I guess. But I'm not, like, a super diehard for any of them. I'm not super diehard for any of them, too. But I would always pick Jersey Mike's over the other two. Yeah. Jersey Mike's just is a different quality, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready to do what we watch and what we play in? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. So... This is our first what we watch and what we play in of the new show. Essentially, we just talk about what we watch in and what we play in. That's it. Maybe sometimes we'll be reading something, but I don't know how to read. Yeah, sometimes. So. Sometimes, sometimes we'll even be listening to something, but usually it's just whatever we're watching or playing. Yeah. So, um, Griffin, what are you watching? What am I watching? I've been seeing a couple of spooky movies for, you know, it is the Halloween season. It's October. So, I recently I saw... Edward Scissorhands, which I, I'd seen like a, a long time ago, but I, I had seen it before. I saw Edward Scissorhands and I saw The Corpse Bride, both Tim Burton movies. They're fucking weird movies. <laughs> They're like not really what you would expect. I have not seen them in forever. Mm-hmm. I actually don't think I've ever seen Edward Scissorhand. I hadn't seen Corpse Ride since it like came out. I'm pretty sure. Like I think I saw it in theaters and I had not seen it since then. Edward Scissorhands is a really fucking weird movie. Like it's it's not a horror movie or even like a scary movie at all. It's like a slice of life movie. <laughs> like it's so fucking bizarre. Like everything that happens in it is so bizarre. Yeah, I mean it's Tim Burton. Yeah. It's enjoyable though. And then there's like very, very young Johnny Depp in like in a weird fucking I even know how to describe it other than a gimp suit for the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he's surrounded by ice the entire movie, otherwise he'd be sweating his ass off. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think you've been watching more than me recently. Oh damn. I rewatched Fiona and Cake with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever get this with your girlfriend, but you'll be like, oh, I'm so excited to show you this. And then like you don't really know if they're into it or not. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And like the worst thing is like watching something and and like you hope that they really like it, but you're not sure. Because like she really liked it. But the entire time we're watching it, she just had this blank expression on her face. And I was like, I can't tell if she likes this or not. Like, well, <laughs> well, 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 I guess I'm just going to have to wait and see. But the other thing that I've been watching is I've been rewatching the original Castlevania series. And honestly, it holds up better than I thought it would. Oh, shit. Really? I remember not liking the first season that much. And I watched it and I was like, this is fucking awesome. It was so good. And once again, I watched it with my girlfriend. She kept getting caught off guard by how gory it was. Oh, yeah, it is. I feel like even going in expecting that it's a gory show, it is unexpectedly gory. Like, it is so fucking gory. Like, every time someone gets, like, cut at all, just gallons and gallons of blood comes out of them. One of my favorite moments that makes me laugh every time. Trevor is like, I want to fight you. Like, he's pointing at this priest like, you're partially responsible for this. We're going to fucking fight right now. Mm-hmm. And he explains to the crowd, like, what the church did and all this shit. And before he even has a shot at him, some village person runs up, just fucking stabs him in the chest. And then everyone <laughs> descends on this man. Like, just... <laughs> just dogpiling on him. Every sharp object you could think of goes into this man. 
It's so funny. Holy shit. We were watching this. It happened. And as it happened, I was like, oh, that's funny. And then the second knife went in. I was like, oh. And then the third one, I was like, oh. And then the fourth, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> They're just fucking going. It's so great. I think it fits so well with the spooky month too. Mm -hmm. Now on to what we plan. Griffin. Is it Baldur's Gate 3? It is Baldur's Gate. How did you know that it's Baldur's Gate 3? Because every time I look on Discord, it says Griffin is playing Baldur's Gate 3. No, that's all I do. It's either listening to Spotify playing Baldur's Gate 3 or both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm listening to Spotify while playing Baldur's Gate 3. I will never beat that game, I don't think. I finally am done with Act 2. I'm two-thirds of the way through the game. Somehow, I will beat it one day, probably. Hopefully, like, before the next game you want to play comes out. That's not going to happen because I already want to play Mario Wonder and it comes out, like, next week. It comes out in two days. Uh, next week as of this podcast. What are you talking about? <laughs> it will have come out when this podcast is out. <laughs> But yeah, I played playing Baldur's Gate. Did I talk about last time? Do you remember um, that I was doing Dark Souls Randomizer? Yes, you did mention that to me. Not on the podcast, but you did mention that. Oh, okay. But yeah, I've been doing that. This is uh, Dark Souls 1. I like Dark Souls 1 a lot. It's one of my favorite games. I played through it a bunch, and I feel like I'm pretty solid at it. The randomizer makes it a little bit more difficult. <laughs> Holy shit. Only a little? <laughs> yeah. At least at the start, because I have, like, no ability to upgrade my weapon. I have, like, a item, monster, and boss randomizer. So I have, like, shitty weapons I've just been able to scrounge from wherever. And I am up against, like, some of the hardest fucking endgame bosses in the whole fucking game. The first boss that I saw, which was supposed to be the Taurus Demon, fucking fuck, what is his name? Oh, my God. Just call him fucking fuck. Was Artorius, uh, who is, like, I think the second hardest boss in the entire fucking game. <laughs> he is an endgame DLC boss, and he's a little bit too much for the beginning of the game. So, literally, I saw him, died to him once, and then just turned around. I was like, I can't go that way. I can't be the Taurus Demon. I have to turn around and go the other way. <laughs> It didn't get any easier from there. It is a fucking struggle, dude. Holy shit. That sounds like fun, though. I'm having a good time. Like, sometimes, you know, I just, like, walk into a little area, and there's some giant monster that's not supposed to be there, and it crumples me into a pile of mush, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's the randomizer experience. Well, there's also another game that you played, that we both played. Is that the Another Crab's Treasure Crab demo? Crab Souls, baby! Holy fuck. How have you been enjoying Crab Souls, I dude? really like it a lot. I think it might be my favorite Souls-like, solely just because, like, it's so much fun and it, the, the charm is off the wall. Yeah, it's so great. They really went all in, too. Like, every enemy you fight is a fucking crab. There are sniper crabs that shoot you with toothpicks. I will say this. Do not play it with mouse and keyboard. The mouse is overly sensitive to a fault. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I've always played um, Souls-like games with a controller. I just feel like they feel best on controller. Mm -hmm. I also like how this, like, people always say that Souls-like games are not very available for people because they're very limiting, because they're very, very hard. This game has difficulty options, and one of the difficulty options <laughs> gives the crab a fucking gun. And not, like, a cute water gun, not, like, a laser. No, just a regular fucking gun. Yeah, uh, you play as a hermit crab, and if you if you pick the gun, his shell becomes a fucking gun. That you can shoot. Yeah. And also said, property of the squirrel or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Which is a great reference. It's so good, dude. That's actually all I've really been playing. Well, that, I've, I've started replaying Kingdom Hearts again, but that's more a cry for help than what I've been playing. Oh, okay. So, 
Yeah. Is this you playing through on the hardest difficulty? Yes. Oh, how's that going? <laughs> you know what? Kingdom Hearts 1 does not have critical difficulty. It just goes up to proud. But usually it goes like beginner, standard, proud, critical. But KH1 does not have critical. And so far, proud has not been that much of a struggle. I've already made it up to guard armor, which is the first real hard boss of the game. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I've played the game so many times. Yeah, it, it, it's like it's like muscle memory at this point. Exactly. If it's not too difficult, then yeah, I, I think you can do it. At least for Kingdom Hearts 1. Oh, 100%. I'm going to do it for all of them. Are you fucking kidding me? I'd like to see you try. You will. I'm probably going to stream it, honestly. Jules <laughs> wants me to stream it. Oh, hell yeah. With that said, it is time for us to go. Is that it? Do you not hear mom calling us up for dinner? No. Oh, oh I'm, I'm hearing it now, actually. Yeah. So before we go, we did not, again, we did not fucking do this last time. We do record these live. Every time we record these, it is on Twitch, twitch.tv slash justanothersam17. If you join in the chat, we do respond to what you say. We do keep an eye on the chat, and we do try to respond to your comments or your questions. So join us. If you would like to know more about what we're going to talk about or when we're going live, you can also follow us on Twitter, at AnotherSam. I've been fucking working on changing it to a My Parents Basement Twitter, and it won't fucking let me. Oh, that's just the magic of X. X working as intended, of course. You can also see some of my other content on YouTube. Just another Sam on YouTube. I am the one with the blue star. Yeah, Griffin, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, No, that's it. I should probably figure out my Twitter so I can plug that. But right now, I've got nothing. So that's it for me. All right. And with that, thank you all for stopping by and get out of our house. Thank you for tuning in to this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alja Productions, LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comments section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alja Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.